Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yo, what's up, everybody? It is Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily here with the Wednesday night edition. And you know what that means. I means I'm joined by my brother from a distinctly different mother. Uh, it is my boy SB3, Daily Boys in the house. How are you, brother? I am doing well. It is Wednesday. You know what that means. I am back with my brother from an Irish mother. Yes. <laughs> I, it goes the other way around. But yes, we are here to have some fun, talk about some wrestling, and have a great debate for Indeed. you this evening. Indeed. The debate today is actually going to be about GMs. Who are the great GMs? We might even put together a little Mount Rushmore. We're going to compile our own list. I'm sure we'll have some opinions uh, on that one. And on top of that, NXT, we will get into that last night, which I thought was a thoroughly good episode. I'm going to go out there and say it. I thought it was really good. Um, you know, Samoa Joe's return. We're going to get into that. The titular news is all about more people who could potentially come back. So that's something for us to sink our teeth into as well. And of course, the heartbeat of the show is the Good Eggs SB3. And they can, wow, stuff falling around in my house. And uh, of course, you can have your say. You can dictate the show. Uh, Ultra Chats, WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. Have your say. And while you're here, thumbs up, subscribe, buy our merch. And... While I'm on the plug spree of all plug sprees, you know, I'm going all Doc Gallows on you guys right now. You will have seen today, SP3, that uh, we have launched a little tier system. Oh, yeah. At, uh, at the Wrestling Day. You can become like one of our loyal good eggs, an official good egg. You know, if you wanted it in writing, if you wanted to be the real good egg, uh, which I see that Cyclone um, has already has, out there, has the propensity to do that. Um you guys can use the emojis in the chat, right? And um, there's a lot of, of good perks that come with subscribing uh, to us and, of course, supporting us. So we encourage you to do that as soon as you can. Let's grow the Good Egg community. Uh, the more the merrier, I say, SP3. Uh, the, the Daily Boys have got an emoji. That's all you need to know. Exactly. You can become a daily boy or girl. It's not just, you know, Big Daddy, uh, Dick Dangley <laughs> from last week, Doc Gallows joining us on the day on the daily boys train. All of you can join the train as well. We are we are opening up for applications and you can do that by becoming a member of the wrestling daily community and becoming an official good egg. So like we, we have uh, and this is all new to me, by the way, you know, I'm I'm 
I'm when I saw all of this, I was just like, wow, I didn't even know they did this stuff on YouTube, but it's very cool. We've got our own emotes, loyalty badges for all the good eggs who become members of our YouTube channel, right? So we have yeah. such a loyal and fun community here on Wrestling Daily. So I'm really excited to um I guess it's more of a family SP3. We'll be able to see in the badges, you know, I think it goes from red to orange to silver to gold. Mm-hmm. I say or I say orange, I'm assuming they actually bronze but anyway um but anyway you have that you have the emotes uh and there's going to be a lot more stuff we're going to look to do with members of the wrestling daily team so i'm very excited i really am i can't wait to see some of you guys and there's some in the chat now they've got some cool stuff going on with the emotes and your name and all of that good malarkey it's it's great it's great yeah so uh thank you very much for joining us today uh before we get moving Let's get into that titular news, shall we, SP3? Uh, It is a couple of days old, but I think it's worth touching on again. It seems that WWE might be interested in making more moves to the tune of Samoa Joe. Now, the interesting thing with Samoa Joe, and I know we're going to get into all of this when we touch on NXT. He was released by WWE. PW Insider said Triple H snatched him back. So it's essentially two different companies. Triple H has almost waited his time and said, hey, we're going to have these guys. Uh, you know, these are on the free market now. I'm going to scoop them up. So a WWE contract and an NXT contract, it's always been the case. They are different yeah. things. If you are performing, you know, I think I was told once mon- monetary wise, like if you're an NXT performer, you know, when they were doing the invasion, there's like a flat rate. They get paid for appearing on a main roster show. Um, and then obviously when you get called up, things are you know spoken about again you get a new contract i guess the best example of that is vanessa bourne saying that her contract offer was pulled because she didn't want to be in retribution or i say that she had just had questions about it and they basically said well back to nxt you go and she stayed on that deal needless to say the nxt deals are of a lower caliber money wise than the main roster but for samoa joe i'm still going to imagine he's pulling in a good wedge down in NXT. Um, what do you make of the potential for them to bring people back? You know, we've seen it before as well, where Heath Slater was in his 90 days and WWE still decided to use him. Yeah. I think there are a few glaring ones like Samoa Joe who could be of use to WWE and they must be thinking, hmm, or certainly Triple H. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the spectrum of all the talent that has left WWE in the, since April, it's, it's quite a significant amount and there's a bunch of them that you know still had some potential in NXT like the first one that came to my mind is Ruby Riot who I feel like had an abbreviated run in NXT she got called up uh before the women's Royal Rumble because they had to bring up a whole bunch of women to kind of fill in the 30 slots for the women's Royal Rumble when they put uh Riot squad together for the first time so she's one that definitely w- would come into NXT and be a great addition to come in of course i know a lot of people have been talking about tommy n aka alistair black because he's had a he's never said a bad word about wwe he's done a bunch of streams on thea trinidad's uh twitch as well as oral sessions where he's been very kind in his words about wwe so i know Mm -hmm. a bunch of people have been talking about him Thea Trinidad herself is another one that they've had rumors that she was at the the Performance Center doing work for WWE. She's another one that Triple H might want to grab up. So there's a Simone, lot of uh, Simone Johnson was the rumor, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So it, it's quite quite a bunch of uh, talent that they can really bolster up NXT. And, you know, NXT has gotten a lot of criticism over the last couple of months or the last two years being up against AEW Dynamite and, you know, being compared to them and not a lot of, you know, excitement about uh, NXT for a while. And, of course, hey, Christopher True became a YouTube member. There we go. There we go. Another elite good egg there. And, um, you know, so there's a bunch of talent that, you know, have been either underutilized or not utilized well on the main roster that can come into NXT and give them a whole bunch of momentum. You know, Triple H had his words on the conference call. You guys addressed it, uh, you and uh, Steph, last week about his comments about, you know, people criticizing NXT and him saying the fans are ruining things. Well, the fans, I think, would talk more positive about NXT if we have shows like last night. I would go out on a limb. Maybe it's a hot take. And I would say last night's episode of NXT was the best of 2021 so far to yeah. me. It had a whole bunch of energy. Everything that Samoa Joe touched, it was gold and it worked. And he just, if he's not going to be able to wrestle, I think that this is the best role for him. Like, I wanted him to come back to Impact Wrestling and come at Slammiversary next month or, you know, go out and go to AEW and have a whole bunch of dream matches with, you know, Omega and mm. Pac and John Moxley. But he, it seems like he is either, you know, not being me- medically cleared from even his doctors or he has decided that he's on the tail end of his career and he just wants to maximize his time. And if they're going to give you the bag to go to NXT and be a an enforcer for the general manager and you can be such a great asset as he was last night, then I'm all for it. I've been a Samoa Joe fan for almost two decades. So I'm just happy to see Samoa Joe on my screen. You know, I loved him as a commentator on Raw, but he needs to be a character on mainstream wrestling television. And last night proved that. Yeah, I mean, since we're here, I'll, I'll give my thoughts on Samoa Joe as well then. I mean, it's, it's one of them where when he left the company, it was like there was no way they just looked at him and said, oh, you know, we've got nothing for Samoa Joe. There, there's obviously more to it than that. He was Even if that was the case, he was doing a tremendous job at the commentary desk. Tremendous, really, arguably the most valuable member at that point, particularly his chemistry with Tom Phillips seems insane that they both were let go. Um, but at that point... Samoa Joe is a commentator, but he's on, you know, a fairly lofty talent contract. So you understand, looking at the moves that WWE have made since, particularly Braun Strowman being a case in point, they probably looked at Samoa Joe and thought, we're paying him a lot for what he's doing. And if there wasn't a way to get him back in the ring, which I'm assuming the doctors look at it and, and, and that was a no, then that was the best thing for them to do. Agree with it or not. Um, Samoa Joe, of course, has then had a chance to look at the landscape since he's left. You know, he can't sign anyway. He's in his 90 days, but people reach out. We know this. He would have had options. And on top of that, he probably took a visit to the doctor. And he would have looked into whether he could get back in the ring again, if it was a smart move or not, and the options available to him. And then I guess when Triple H comes out with the offer, you have to look at it like this. NXT, it's great. You know, still very high exposure. Good pay, very good pay. Probably the second or third best pay in the world. It's going to be, a re- you know, we're looking at yeah. AEW in that ballpark. Um, and he's probably, I don't know, I think I think Samoa Joe's a California guy. But, you know, he, he must have ties in Florida, I guess. He's been there for many, yeah, f- last few years for sure. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. If you can do that, go back and do it. And I, as you just said, get your money, Samoa Joe. 
do what makes you happy, man. Everyone loves Samoa Joe. He deserves to do what's best for him at this point. And for anyone who felt a little bit shortchanged by the decision, and I know there was, you know, I'm even in that camp, right? Like, oh, he could have done this, he could have done that. But at the same time, what I saw last night was a great way to start. I was very, very much excited and rewarded by what I saw in Samoa Joe. So no problems there for me. Um, if the only thing I guess with this, and it's the same with the Austin 04 run or 0304, is that like when they start rubbing with certain superstars, you just want a bit more, you know, like Austin and Lesnar, of course, had that in the run up to Mania. Um, and the same even last night, I was like, oh man, like all of a sudden, I want Samoa Joe and Karrion Cross. I yeah. want Samoa Joe and Pete Dunn. Like, I want those matches already. It's like, ah, oh, and if you don't get them, um, I. You know, I'm not the Louis Dangora of this place. I'm not laying down money and whatnot. Um, but I would say that we haven't seen Samoa Joe's final match. That's my opinion. Um, don't know when. Could be a great long build if they do it right. But I do like this, like the dichotomy of him and William Regal. Um, so I think it's very cool what they're doing at the moment, man. And as, as far as Samoa Joe goes, it's good for him. It's good for us nothing to complain about exactly and i i do agree with you i don't think we've seen samoa joe's uh last match because i don't think they would tease as many matches as they did last night if he was for good i think that he can have one or two another another youtube member gatecrasher forever thank you brother official good elite egg there yes officially a great egg there you go. That's what happens there. Uh, so I don't think they would tease matchups with Karrion Cross or Pete Dunn or even the little interplay between him and Johnny Gargano if we were never going to see another Samoa Joe matchup. I think that it's going to be something where – or even you know him choking out Adam Cole. I don't think they would do – stuff like that unless we were eventually and maybe wrestlemania weekend you know where it matters mm. the most they they can build up to it i think that we are in for maybe one maybe even two samoa joe matches in the future because you know the little caveat that william regal gave him that you know you you can't compete in nxt you can't lay your hands on anybody unprovoked it just it just puts it out there that we will eventually get to the point where he is provoked and laid out by one of the competitors mm -hmm. and then he makes the choice to become a competitor himself. Maybe it's like William says, what William Regal says one night only Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross or Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunn or Samoa Joe versus Walter. That's the one I want to see the most. Uh, I'd love for Walter to come, come across the border and have one dream match with Samoa Joe. I'm just put that in my veins and I'll, I'll have it there forever. So I think you're absolutely right. I think we're going to get one, but it's very interesting if we do see more than just Samoa Joe coming in. Cause I know on wrestling observer uh, newsletter, Dave Meltzer did speculate that uh, Tommy N will sign with AEW or there's already been talks between the two sides. So me, myself, I would like Tommy N to go to AEW. No offense Ooh. to NXT. It's just I feel like he did everything he can in NXT. And there's no – like with Samoa Joe, it's different. Samoa Joe has a completely different role now. And there's more storyline potential. And he's opened up a whole story thread that can be a part of this new character, being the enforcer. I don't think there's that for Aleister Black. I think if it's Aleister Black, he's going to be basically going down the same path as Finn Balor of, you know, the former champion coming yeah. back. 
And we've already went through that. We already went through that thread. And now we're at the end of that thread. And it seems like Finn Balor basically has to go back to the main roster because there's nothing else for him to do in NXT because we it was so long between him not being there and him being there that it felt fresh. With yes. Alex Black, it was two years ago. Like, it doesn't feel fresh if he comes back here. And although he said good things about, you know, WWE, I just feel like there's more potential for him outside of the company. Whether it's with AEW, whether it's with New Japan, whether it's with Impact Wrestling, I just want to see more for him than just the same thread that we just saw with Finn Balor. Yeah. Uh, Lizzie Stallion oh. is in the house. She's a member. Of course she is. Uh Lizzie Stallion, you know we appreciate you here on this show. You're a daily, yeah, you're a daily girl. You're like Molly. You're like you're like Molly when her and Spike were getting it out. That's you. Exactly. That's, exactly. that's you. Uh, we've also got Super Adam Pearson. Oh, raise it up, raise it Look up. It. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. Feels like you know, like like Reverend Devon, like preach, brother, preach. Uh, we're like we're like the ECW uh Dudley boys. Like we're the Daily Boys is just a whole stable now. Like we're gonna mm. have we're gonna have diff- we got Adam Daly, we got SP3 Daly, we got Alex Daly, we got Big Dick Daddy Dangly, we got Lizzie Lizzie Daly. So Lizzie Daly, yeah. Gay Crusher Daly. They're all happening. Yeah, exactly. And, and look and look at the cool thing that happens to their names in the chat. You know who members are. Yeah, there it is. They've got a nice little it's like getting verified on Twitter all over again. There you have it. Um, awesome. Thank you for the support, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, I agree um, in terms of when you look at people who got released by WWE, it's not the same as – I understand your Finn Balor comparison. Um, and, and I think his was always alone, which to me, like, I always felt like eventually he would return, right? Like yeah. it coincided with the network, uh, the, the move to USA and – um, you know, he needed a fresh lick of paint as well because the, yeah. the the main roster just wasn't really working for him. Or I mean, it had been, but they ruined him. Um, and I always expected him. And now he's going to go back to the main roster, and he's in, he's interesting. Yeah. Um, as far as like an Alistair Black or someone's goes, it's not the same. You know, like uh, I, I'd like to see him back in WWE, but you know, it's funny. I'm going to segue to an ultra chat here from Adam Blamplate the plate if they do resign they must have severe stockholm syndrome um <laughs> and, and i get what they mean right because like although alistair black is is you know purporting a a good that's what i was going to call it a, a good pleasant experience uh, and i'm sure it was he's you know paid well and you know traveled the world at, at a certain point and that i'm sure it was great but then it does get to the point where he was misused. Like what would be the incentive to go back? They were in the middle of the vignette where he was getting a proper revamp. You get let go bang in the middle of that. How do you have faith in them ever again? Like, I don't know. Um, But if he was to go to NXT, you know, he'd already pitched to do that once before. Right. Like that, that is something that I could see working out. But again, where do you go from there then? Because then he's like almost stuck in NXT forever. And and that seems to be a problem with some of the talent. It's like, you know, that's pretty much it for them. Uh, It's a tough one. (laughs) 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Carol Wands Rowcroft. There she goes. Oh, Carol Daly. There you go. We're pretty, yeah. <laughs> CD. <laughs> CD. She's in the house. Uh, great. That's a great start. All of my favorites are joining. Man, there's, yeah, Dion, I'm looking at you, brother. Come on, man. Like, you know, there's guys in here that I'm, they're big, I'm big fans of. Join the club. <laughs> I saw Brett Thomas asking earlier how to do it. There's a description in the link, I believe, guys, um, to go ahead and do that. Now, we've touched on the news, and that kind of led us into NXT, so let's get into it now. Um, just going from chronologically off the top of my head here, obviously the opening segment was electric, probably the best opening segment they've had in a long, long time, if not this year. William Regal, f- I was about to say fighting back the tears, but there were tears, Um, you know, and I thought it was a great line talking about, you know, when I wasn't with my family, I spent every other single second with Triple H trying to make this everything we dreamed it would be, you know, obviously very proud and he should be of the journey. There's not many superstars in NXT that weren't recruited or scouted by William Regal. Every NXT UK star you can think of, and that includes Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate and all of those guys we revere are William Regal finds. Daniel Bryan, you can add to that list. There are a ton of guys who have direct links, a direct touch from William Regal. So he does deserve to smell his roses, even if it was like a, you know, a a Forks one, because it was going to be leading into something else. But um, then Karrion Cross comes out. And, you know, if people were debating the other day if he was a heel or a face, this was definitely heel Karrion Cross um, coming out demanding that Regal says that he's the victor and, you know, um, you know, Scarlett is just going absolutely crazy next to him, bubbling like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was good. And then obviously Samoa Joe's music hit and then things really got into gear because Samoa Joe's promo was lit. And then he just laid into, and what are you still doing here? And everyone was like, ah! The way he stepped into him and stuff. Like, he's got this believability about him that's just great. Um what did you make of the whole segment, man? Because I know we've just run it down there, but like I said, I thought it was electric. 
I think it was the best opening segment in all of the WWE in 2021. And yes, I am included. I love the Roman Reigns stuff, but I feel like if you see one Roman opening promo, you've seen them all. So I feel like this was the strongest because it went on a different levels of emotions. You had the very emotional William Regal, like, you know, pouring out his heart, telling the whole the whole story of him and NXT and the relationship that has, you know, built there for the past seven years. Then you had Karrion Cross being very defiant. And I felt like this was the best promo he's done in his time during NXT and just getting in Regal's face. And, you know, something that could have been like a passing line that he said last week during the whole fatal five-way face-off, it became the, the catalyst of him coming out this week about chaos is taking over. You lost control. And I want to hear you say that you've lost control before you leave and then the way he sold the Samoa Joe theme music got you even more amped for his theme yeah. to finally hear it again and then Joe coming out and then the the crowd that I would I I said that it was so quiet during points mm. on Sunday during NXT takeover in your house they were on their feet they was louder than I've ever heard Joe, the CWC Joe, Joe. Joe, Joe, it just it just felt like so much energy just came into NXT and NXT once again became a hot brand. It just ended in Samoa Joe talking about his history, saying, I get I gave you hell, Mr. Regal, when I was here before, but I always had a level of respect and I want to make sure people respect you. And then, you know, Regal laying out the offer and then Joe getting in carrying across his face. Every part of that just got you like oh, I want to see what's going to happen next. I want to see what's going to happen tonight. And that, this was the most interesting, the most interest that I've had in NXT in probably two years, to be honest with you. Like, this just felt like one of the best opening segments that NXT has done in quite some time. And like I said, the best opening segment in all of WWE in 2021. And it set the tone for what was a really, really good show last night. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was great. It moved a lot of things along, started a lot of interesting angles. The main event killed. Um, it, had a, it had a hell of a lot going for it. The thing with Samoa Joe as well, before we move on to that, Hector Rodriguez! It, Wrestling Daily is in HD! Of course it is! There he is! Thank you, Hector, my good friend. Um, you're good egg. Very good egg. Um, like, you know, I liked it as well that we like established it early, that um you know look when he, he put cole to sleep because cole and o'reilly are going at it and like early doors it's like oh like okay like samoa joe is gonna get physical there's none of that like it, everything's fair game and it just set the tone early which i liked yeah. and then i love the stare down with pete dunn as well that's one of those where you know sometimes it happens um this is a terrible example terrible but i'm gonna say it anyway it's the first one that came to my mind do you remember when Ryback was red hot, like red hot. He yeah. was red hot. He was. he was, he was. And the first time he bumped into CM Punk backstage, like CM Punk was um, making a getaway basically yeah. from like the arena and then Ryback and it like panned up and it was him. The crowd went apeshit for that. Like I know, I know that sounds mental now in 2021 and everyone's like, no, that didn't happen. In 2012, <laughs> that shit happened. I'm telling you. Um, and yeah, like that that just reminds me of that where it's like, oh, because Ryback had been being built for so long and Punk was yeah. the guy. 
kind of felt like that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a, coming, a coming together type of type of moment. I I do have unfortunately get provoked, get choked. I like that. I, I like that. That needs to be a t-shirt for it sure. It does. It's a great t-shirt. <laughs> I, I have two. Maybe one is a nitpick, and then one is just a real criticism. First of all, that that botch at the end of the show when they were going to interview Regal and uh, Samoa Joe, and then they just cut to MSK and um, Thatcher and Ciampa, and then we got the in their interview in the office with you know the way and and Pete Dunne. Yeah, yeah. We're great to tease those things, and then we got again them going to the limo that that we were supposed to get earlier in the night. So you know that production bot that's a nitpick, but why why? Did we do an unsanctioned match between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly at Stand and Deliver to build to another unsanctioned match at Great American Batch? I, I, I th- like this is nonsensical booking, and this is in a nutshell the reason why Adam Cole should be on the main roster because they have run out of ideas for him, and they're literally just retreading things we saw two freaking months ago. Like I was just like, wait, wait, what? Why, and it was, and it, it, and it was like fifty minutes, right? It's not as if they like, it, it wasn't like you know with Hangman and Omega. It was like, oh, that feels like the first chapter. That felt yeah, like it. That exactly, like like even even Champa and uh, Gargano's non-sanctioned matchup. At least they left room. Like that went thirty-six minutes, but it, there was a lot for them to go back to, and that's why it's even some people I remember back in two thousand eighteen, they thought the Chicago Street fight was even better than the unsanctioned matchup. And then I was in Brooklyn for you know the the last man standing match. I feel like was the weakest of their matches, but even that was that felt like that didn't even feel like a blow off because they knew they were gonna go back to it. Like they gave them forty-five minutes at stand and deliver. Like that's it's over. Like the feud is done. Why are we going back to it? I'm sorry. Like you shouldn't have gave them 45 minutes if we're just gonna build to another unsanctioned match on TV. Yeah, like there needs to be some kind of incentive at the end of this match. Then, like if Cole loses, get out, right? Yeah. Or, or what does what does O'Reilly get if he wins? Or what does you know? There needs to be something because it's just doing it again to have a feud. It's not very inventive. Um, I mean, I, th- I think Cole should be on the main roster now anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, they might have just been by their time for fans coming back. And, you know, he, he might, he might, they might move him up. But, you know, I, I think EO as well. Although, you know, yeah. the way she was used last night was fine. I, th- I think the same. Once you have a long run in NXT with the belt and you kind of conquer all challengers not much else to do, right? Because then you have no. to drop the belt and whoever's new anyway is probably up towards the belt. So you're like, ah, oh, you know, it's kind of meandering trying to find stories. And Kyle O'Reilly, I thought the whole purpose of O'Reilly and Cole was really to get O'Reilly up and moving in the main event picture. Me too. Um, and if that's not the case, what the hell is Roddy Strong doing? Like, I, I, there, there are some, <laughs> there are some questions that need answering because I miss backs being broken by Roddy Strong. I need him back. Um, and you know it was it, it was kind of just left on on a you know like a cliffhanger. Him and his missus went, you know, we're out of here. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, I would have thought he'd have been back. You know, maybe he comes back in this. I I still think he'd be a great. I know this is a shite term, but like a great hand on the main roster. He'd he'd be I great. To, you know, have some bangers and stuff. So maybe that's what they need to do. Or maybe you know, Cross kind of goes with Cole. I don't know, but. I do need it figured out because you know, really hasn't left. Left, he isn't. You know, he's, he hasn't shot shoot left. So, um, I need I need to know what's going on there. But anyway, 
nevertheless, let's let's move along with the NXT show. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, I said I'd go chronologically. I'm not even sure if this is chronologically, but I want to touch on it anyway. LA Knight and Cameron Grimes, Million Dollar Man. Now, to set the table for those who haven't seen it, there essentially is like LA Knight getting used to receiving ceremony for the Million Dollar Championship. Million Dollar Man's there. They, I keep wanting to call him Eli Drake. LA Knight then proceeds to basically give this whole spiel and story about how everyone, you know, his whole, him and his friends loved the Million Dollar Man as kids. Everyone wanted to be a Million Dollar Man and used to get the belt with the action figure and all of this great stuff. And the crowd kind of started to chant during it where Knight was like, you know, I'm just going to listen to them. Like, you know, I think they, I think everyone knew what was happening, but still um, when it actually did happen, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, they do the laugh and LA Knight's like, you know, I finally got what I wanted. So now I don't need you basically. And just beat, beats the crap out of Ted DiBiase, which for a legend, I, I don't think I've seen a legend beat that bad in a while. Um, 67 that's ridiculous exactly exactly <laughs> right so i was like damn ted's taking some some stuff here um and then of course cameron grimes comes down like a ball of fire by the way he didn't just come down he really did come down with a lot of energy uh and like you know the switch is complete cameron grimes clearly is the hot baby face now la night the hill probably the way it should have been but i'm glad that they've got us here this way makes me understand sunday a bit better and, you know, if we've got the union of Grimes and DiBiase now in a more organic way, all things told, I think they've done a good job. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, one of the, the main uh, compliments that I give to AEW a lot is that they listen to the fans. And I feel like NXT did that off of TakeOver In Your House with yes. the presentation of Karrion Cross, where he was not the the most like person at uh in your house they presented him like in a heel an established heel on this show and they did that with with cameron grimes la knight's promo i think was the best one he's cut since being in wwe and i'm a fan of his promo styles i like the eli drake stuff and the fact of life and all that other stuff but this was subdued and it just felt like it, it, you knew where it was going because you yeah. knew he's still a heel, but it was a great way to tell the story and, you know, get the belt and then just say, oh, I got what I need from you. And then the beatdown on Ted DiBiase was surprising because I was like, I didn't expect Teddy at 67 to take a beating like that. And yeah, like you said, Cameron Grimes was the most over baby pace period at in your house like he was over like rover them chanting the to the moon during his theme song and then every time he got up to the to the top of the ladder they were just ready to pop and it, it really kind of deflated the crowd like i feel like ember and raquel would be remembered a little bit better if the crowd wasn't completely deflated off of cameron grimes losing the match before that yeah and you know, the, the fans really wanted to cheer Cameron Grimes here, and they did when he came in like a house of fire. So I'm glad that he is finally a babyface because he feels like the type of babyface they can build around, and eventually he can get the big win at a takeover, whether it's in, you know, a feud with LA Knight or even him winning like the North American or even potentially the NXT championship. He's just character work has been tremendous this entire year, so I'm very glad they made that decision. Yeah, I... I it, I was trying to explain this the other night. Like, I like LA Knight, as in the performer. I know he's good. I enjoy his promos. Yeah. I wasn't feeling the character. Like, and maybe that was because he was a baby face. 
and it was just a, you know like I, I yeah. it just didn't it didn't feel I don't know it's very hard to describe but I couldn't get into him and I wanted to get into him because I like him I feel like as a heel it's going to be much easier for me to, to to enjoy him and I think that is probably his best his best role um so I'm very excited to see where they go with it and and I think like you said the main thing out of this is that Cameron Grimes is someone who's going to be really over for guys who are unaware like the, you know the Trevor Lee days this is a guy who can you can go really can go he's not just yeah. you know this funny millionaire character like you know this is a guy who in PWG was doing good you know big things it was kind of like one of the biggest things after the wave of PWG you know that we all well, that became famous, if you like, yeah. you know, the, the Steens, Genericos and Bucks and whatnot, right? Like, he kind of came in just after that. I remember he handed Kevin Owens his first loss, I believe. Um, in the Battle of uh, Los Angeles, yeah. Yeah, like, I didn't even know that, you know, the Hardy Boys had trained him. This is a very interesting guy that I think has kind of been building along nicely and they've done it the right way. And now that his in-ring stuff can live up to the character... I feel like they have something special. So let's uh, move along with NXT, though. Uh, I'm not going to spend too long on this. Brizango defeated Imperium with a roll-up. The main story being after the match, they beat the crap out of them and put the Imperium flag over them. Um, probably the forgettable moment on the show, to be honest. But going to beat them up. He's going to whoop their butt. <laughs> he's he's going to come and... Man. I mean, who doesn't he whoop? You know, let's be honest. Um sure. But um, yeah, it, I feel like Imperium are spinning their wheels a little bit, and yeah. Brizango are. I mean, they are what they are. I do think Johnny Curtis certainly had a higher ceiling than he ever actually reached. But agreed, you know that's just that's just me. Uh, but at the same time, these are just you know it's just really the tag division getting around. It's harmless. It's fine. But a roll up, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was what it was. I, I wasn't like overly offended by it, didn't love it either. Next, we had NXT Cruiserweight Championship was Kushida taking on, and this is another one where I don't want to say Blake Christensen. We had Trey Baxter. Yeah, uh, I thought the night, I thought the vignette prior to the match helped a great deal, right? Mm -hmm. Like for those who maybe aren't familiar or whatnot, um, and established who he was, and it was kind of a little bit of both. He was like, you know, this is a dream match, which I guess. For a lot of people, it was, right? Yeah. Um, but he's in his new iteration now. So he was kind of establishing that at the same time. Those guys did great. Um, I thought the match was was solid, showed a lot of great stuff from both of them. The chemistry was clearly there. And it's going to lead to Kyle O'Reilly and Kushida, which we learned after the match. Now, these two do have history, and it's always been great. Man, again, just just a home home just a home run segment for me. You've got a great match, leads into something great. The interest is there. Can't complain at all. Perfect debut once again during this Kushida Open Challenge. It's starting to become the John Cena Open Challenge of yeah. NXT, where he's or the Cody TNT. Yeah, yeah, go. the Cody TNT, where he's bringing in new talent. You know, Carmelo Hayes had a really good uh, debut against him, and I felt like this. Uh, you know, Blake Christian, aka Trey Baxter, was even better. Like he he had the vibes of like a Buddy Murphy, a young Buddy Murphy coming into the cruiserweight division, and I feel like Kushida is has been like the perfect upgrade from Santos Escobar. Nothing against Santos Escobar's run. I feel like he was great to kind of establish the NXT Cruiserweight Championship uh, once again as like 
a main title on NXT, but I feel like Kushida's doing a little bit more for it, like by introducing new characters into the division, and he has the ability to move up and verse, you know, the best of the best from NXT, and we saw that here with the challenge from Kyle O'Reilly. I've seen them in the best of the Super Junior Finals, I believe in 2015, and you give these guys 15, 20 minutes, we're going to be talking about next week on Wrestling Daily how it was one of the TV matches of the year. So I am very much looking forward to O'Reilly versus Kushida. Please give us a clean finish. Please don't let Adam Cole get involved. <laughs> like, that's all yeah. I'm acting for. Lizzie Stallion trying to get a swear jar emoji. Come on, man. Let us live. <laughs> let us live, Lizzie. Um no, thank you very much. Um, I'm sure we are open to ideas, guys, by the way. Yeah. Um, so please do keep those coming in. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of disagree with anything you said there, man. I mean, I'm very excited. And, and it's, you know, it's a great match. The NXT have got in their back pocket that they've made feel significant. So that's cool because, you know, we had Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles on Raw this week. And it's just like, oh, it's Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. Um, so I like it when there is some kind of lead in and, you know, it's not totally cold. Yeah. which apparently is a new Vince McMahon edict. He doesn't like cold matches. He's got a funny way of showing it, but there you have it. Uh, obviously, after that was the LA Knight segment. Now, Casey Canzaro, we all know I'm <laughs> her biggest fan. She was back, and with her and Caden Carter took on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Tell me that Casey and Caden didn't look great. Tell me. They, they, they look did. great. This is a great match. It was a lot of fun. I, I wish they would have played off of the fact that Casey's debut was against Raquel uh, yeah. back in the, the May Young Classic. Like, if they would have played into that and you could see, like, you know, where Raquel's at from there and where Casey's at from there, I think it would have been fun. But for, like, a basic TV match, this was a lot of fun. Casey and Caden, I think, eventually are the perfect underdog tag team I'm done. <laughs> Are the perfect underdog tag team to potentially become the women's tag team uh, champions because yes. they just feel more like a team than any other team, including the way they feel more like a tag team than any other team on the roster. But I like the story that's building between Dakota and Raquel. It is very much they are just reinventing the 1995 HBK and Diesel yeah. storyline where yeah. Diesel became champion first. And, you know, the, Dakota, a.k.a. HBK, is just biding her time before she says, I want that title myself. But for now, they can go after the tag team titles together. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. Um, I would love to see Dakota Kai, you know, smell her roses one day and get the title, by the way. Me but, too. um, I do think they're doing a great job of building Raquel. Uh, I, you know, I'm a huge Casey Catanzaro fan. In my opinion, there's nobody quite like her in the whole company. I um, you know, I, I said that once on Twitter and someone was like, Naomi, come on now. Like, Naomi's athletic, but Ka the things Casey Catanzaro does, like Casey, yeah. no, nah, man, like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I know it's ironic because they're together, but like, it's like the ri women ricochet. It really is. Like, the things that she can do. Um, I just think that's, that's a huge baby face waiting to happen. Uh, I'm often wrong, but there you go. Uh, Casey, in my opinion, her and Cajun, great team for now. I agree. They could really make their way to the titles down the road. So I hope that's the direction anyway, because they're great together. And Casey's got a hell of a lot of talent.
the way next up this is Indy and Candice I should state not, Austin Theory is not out here trying to beat up Io Shirai the way uh, <laughs> tried tried to take out Io Shirai um, and you know they were kind of getting the better of her and Indy was being sent up for the big elbow drop SB3 but then yes. Zoe, Zoe Stark came down now speaking of coming down like a ball of fire with Cameron Grimes Zoe Stark looked great um, you know flying across the ring and you know had all the intensity in the world Io comes in with a double drop kick looks like Io's hanging around for a tag team with Zoe Stark, is that what we're is that is this what we're is this what we're doing, or is this just going to be maybe what happens next week as a tag match? I don't know. Maybe we get this at Great American Badge, but I don't know about you. I, I was I, I was okay with Zoe Stark kind of teaming with uh, Zeta Ramir. I felt like that was good use of them to be another tag team in the women's tag team division. I felt like where the hell is Saray? I think that this would have been the perfect spot for Saray to come out and team with with Io Shirai. You can't give us the Sky Pirates because Kyrie, you know, is in Japan. Give us Saray and Shirai. Like why? Why you got? Why you got to make me sad? I'm just saying, why you got to do that? I'm just saying I would have loved for Kyrie to come out oh. and make the save, and we can have a real women's tag team champions. That I would take the Sky Pirates being the tag team champions forever, and I would never make another complaint about the NXT women's tag team titles, which. I mean, there's a lot of titles that are that are useless, but those are one of them. Um, but yeah, I just felt like this would have been a perfect spot for Saray to come out. I like Zoe Stark. She she always seems to get involved in everybody else's feuds, though. It seems like she got involved with when Tony Storm was kind of racing Zeta Ramirez when uh, you know Saray and Zeta Ramirez had their thing, and Tony Storm was going to go after her. Zoe Stark got involved. Now Stoey Stark's getting involved in this. I understand they established when they went against each other, Shirai and Stark, that they're friends now. But yeah, it just would have seen. I don't know. It just seems like the women's the women's division. You know, I, I hear a lot of people complain about the AEW roster being too stacked, being too many people. I feel like the same can be said about the NXT women's division because when I saw Frankie Monet on this show, I was like, where the hell has she been? Yeah. Thank you for showing up to work. Yeah. She had to remind us, like, I'll wrestle next week. Oh, okay, cool. I was like, how many weeks ago was that world premiere? Like, like Jesus, like what what is going on with this woman's division? They have too much talent at this point. Well, as I mentioned as well, Tony Storm missing in action as well. Um, I mean, they've got a lot, really. Um, and to yeah, obviously that was the joke that they didn't want to do their own or that was the pitch was an all women's show. They, they really, really could. Um, but there you have it anyway. They've got a lot of options moving forward. Uh, and then to the tornado tag. Uh, so, I mean, I said this last week, I want good things for Tommaso Ciampa and Tim Thatcher. People keep telling me not to get my hopes up because there's going to be a turn somewhere along the line. Probably. Um, but I enjoy them. As a tandem, very much. I think they complement each other fantastically well. I like how we've got here. It's one of the best uses of a feud into a tag team I've seen in recent memory because they do have a lot of the same kind of similar hallmarks yes. that, you know, you can believe that they would be friends, right? Like, the, the, you know, the way that they carry their business and stuff. So I didn't want them to just become a team to, and then do nothing. So I kind of feared that this was going to be another good young vets put over moment which is fine because they are great yeah. but um i was very glad to see that champer and thatcher got the win makes things a lot more interesting moving forward 
you know, I don't know how it sits with MSK and, and how that looks, but man, a lot of the action here was really great. Uh, I, I mean, Drake took a beating at the end there. Um, but I, I loved it, man. And I, I'm all for this team being like a real thing, right? Don't just, not just a, not just like partners because there's nothing else to do. Like let's, let's run with Thatcher and Champa, man. Why not? I think they could tear the house down with MSK. This is NXT's version of the bar to me. Like they had that vibe to them where, you know, you wouldn't have seen them. You wouldn't have think of them as a tag team when they were feuding against each other. But like you said, they just uh, complement each other very well. And the way they was working as a team, you know, the uppercuts by Timothy Thatcher in the corner while Ciampa was doing the clotheslines. I love that's become one of his staples. Those, those uh, forever clotheslines taking a, taking a page out of Rocky Romero's book, the forever clotheslines <laughs> in the corner. I, I love that. I loved it against Vol. Uh, Walter at Stand and Deliver, and I've been loving it ever since then. So this was a lot of this was a really, really good main event, in my opinion. I think that Grizzle Young veterans lost nothing in this. I, I feel like they do need like a big win, maybe in their like next feud, because they've lost in the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Finals. They lost at Stand and Deliver for the championships, and then they lose here. But I, I really agree with you that Ciampa and Thatcher and Thatcher versus MSK. Those are just a styles clash that I really want to see. Like you got the hard hitting submission work of uh, Thatcher and Ciampa versus the high flying of MSK. And with the, how the CWC has been reacting to MSK as, as of late, I feel like Thatcher and Ciampa will be the fan favorites. Like, yeah. gonna, it's like they, the fans seem really behind them. And this was a big credibility win for them. So it was a good way to end the show. I mean, I, lo I love MSK for the record. Like, I, I, I hear what you're saying there. Like, and even when I interviewed them, they are such likable guys. But it, it's, it's that thing where they've been pushed phew, straight out the gate. Yes. So, the fa so fans are a little bit like, eh. It's hard to invest in the match, I guess, sometimes. I mean, don't get me wrong. The opener on Sunday was great, in my opinion. Um, it, but I, I guess some fans will be like, mm, they're going to win. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, uh, what's really going to happen here? And, uh, I, I personally am a big fan of MSK. I think there's a load of great matches for them to be had there. And, uh, you know, dare I say, one day on the main roster, man, they, yeah, I'm imagining them tear down houses with Usos and New Days. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that can happen there. Don't count your chickens ever with that. But still, they have the propensity to do so. Um, so, yeah, man, that was NXT for me. Great show. Uh, really sure. great show. Like you said, probably, probably their best of the year. Comes at a good time where AEW's had a lackluster couple of weeks. I think it's probably fair yeah. to say. I wouldn't say they're bad, but, you know, compared to the standards that they've set, um, I don't think anyone will say that those shows have blown anyone away the last couple of weeks. So it's good. It's very good for NXT. And it kind of feels like on purpose because of the time slot. Like, like two weeks ago was probably the worst episode of Dynamite of all time. My guys on AE Recap on True Hill, he called it the WWE Tribute Show. <laughs> because you had Vicky Guerrero, you had Mark Henry, you had Christian versus Matt Hardy. So, yeah, that was weak. This past week was okay, but still not to the quality we were getting before Double or Nothing, for sure. I hated how Andrade debuted. I don't know if I've yeah. said this, but because, you know, agree with you. on the thing. I hated it. Not that he's with Vicky Guerrero, right? Just the whole Vicky Guerrero cuts a promo, and I'm here with Andrade. And then the commentators are like, is, is she? Because he, he takes like an age to get down there. And then he finally appears and he walks out and it's like, oh, Andrade's here. Like, like 
they could have come up with something so much more impactful than that like you know this is a big deal and then like to be fair the guy did did well when he got on the mic and you know he showed the intensity it looks great oh it just fell flat for me i was just like this just this didn't feel like a massive debut that it should have i was disappointed man not often i say that for aw but i was i was in that instance remember guys we're on the home straight here so please do get your ultra chats in if you have not already wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily i'd love to hear your opinions on wrestling this week or forthcoming we've got Helen and Cell at the weekend we've had Raw we've had NXT we've got two more weeks of AEW I believe on the weekends is it the yeah. 30th is it the 30th the last one that's uh, 30th the ne- when next when one back on, on Wednesday Thursday. I mean back on Wednesday 30th yeah so there's two more Saturdays then um, for that and we've got places to go. Um, SP3, before we head into the home straight, and maybe we'll take some questions, uh, talk to the people about True Hill Heat and what they've been up to this week or what's coming up, man. Uh, well, we got a fun one. I'm taking a page out of Wrestling Daily on Saturday. We're going live on True Hill Heat 130, and it's going to be a special call-in edition. It's, we're, 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 we're giving it out to the people that's been supporting the channel, you know, with super chats. But, you know, maybe, possibly, I, I know a couple of people are not able to show up that we have supported us with super chats, so we might put it out there to everyone watching us live. So we're going to go live 9 a.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. BST, True Hill Heat 130 on Saturday. So join us live for that. We're going to be talking about Hell in a Cell. A lot of good things uh, coming up over there. And yes, it's going to be a good time. A lot of great content on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We got the roundtable for In Your House. We got my interview with Chuck Palumbo that's still up there. So check all of those out for sure on True Hill Heat. I saw your tweet earlier looking to get the Alex McCarthy credit card. Um, Listen, (laughs) this is a shoot. If you can get there and you know don't like a credit yard i'll i'll be your guarantor if you like i'll put in for you and um mm-hmm. i mean the content is dispute between true hill and Talksport, but i would do that if you're if that's what you want yes I, i'm 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 i already asked the wife the wife has given me the okay so i am going to queens i will be there aew announced today that they're going to be running their first show in new york city on september 22nd at the arthur ash stadium in flushing queens i haven't been in flushing since i worked there when i was 19 years old i was selling knives Ooh. yes I, I used to sell knives, Cutco, for all the people in the know. I I, I sold a lot of those. Uh, but yes, I used to work out in Flushing. I'm going to make my return to Flushing at the Arthur Ashe Stadium on September 22nd for AEW. First time in New York. So I, I will I will be doing, I already got the okay from uh, Sports Kita. They want to give, they want me to do content interviews for them. I'll do interviews for TalkSport. I'll do interviews for Wrestling Daily, True Hill Heat. Where I'm, I'm, I'm checking all the boxes. Fuck sports, Kida. <laughs> <laughs> they can hit the bricks. Hey, eh? I don't give a shit what they want. I want. You're my guy. Get out of here. Hey, you, I did put you first. I did put you before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, that, if, that's how, if that's how it counts, that's what I want. Oh, uh, God damn. Uh, no, man, uh, I was going to say as well, thank you to everybody who has joined us as a member yes. of Wrestling Daily today. Again, a good time looking at your little, look at that, the little symbol that Hector has now um, and and many others. Gatecrash has got one too. Um, two o'clock Saturday, man, I, I might even stop by. 
Yes. I might do it. I might do it. It's Father's Day Sunday. Is it Father's Day in America as well? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because uh, I know Day. it doesn't always line up, does it? Mother's Day is different. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Father's Day, man, me and you, the love should be showered on us this Sunday. I agree. I agree with you. We, we're going to have a good time on True Hill Heat. I'm taking the, the Sunday off. I'll let the guys do the Hell in a Cell roundtable because I'm going to enjoy my Father's Day with the with the kids and the wife. But yes, you can see me on Saturday, 2 p.m. BST, True Hill Heat. Is this going over my head, Gatecrasher? Hit the bricks. Is someone a member of Reddit? Is that like Squared Circle Jack? I don't, I'm, I'm just I'm imagining a fellow goofy. Hit the bricks. It's just the same, man. Yeah. Hit the hit, <laughs> Hit them bricks. Get out of Hit here. The bricks. Um, the Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Lizzie was right all along. There she was. Oh, I feel like Mick Foley stand up. You know, he saves one. I thought, you know, I haven't dropped an F-bomb yet. Sports Kidder again. Um, right. I'm going to have to dip. Uh, we're going to have to end this show five minutes early tonight because I have an interview at nine o'clock with a certain champion in WWE. More on that tomorrow. Uh, I'll go on and bring stuff from Steve Macklin. You might know him as Steve Cutler. Uh, that will be dropping in the next couple of days. And the WWE talent I'm speaking to tonight as well. So stay posted for that. The podcast of my radio show will also be out this week. Uh, I believe it's tomorrow morning. I'll be posting links on my Twitter and whatnot. Uh, oh, Chris Petrue reminds me that there's an ultra chat here. See, I need to keep, I need to keep on top of this stuff. But I can't see any. They're staying on top. He he's says like there's one, one more. It's Adam Blum. One. Adam Blumplate was the one I can see in the chat, and he's already been. They 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 they're, they're upgrading it right now. You need to refresh, Ralph. <laughs> and no better. worry, we will do our authority figure Mount Rushmore next next Wednesday. Right yes, on, we didn't on, we didn't have time. Wrestling Daily. We had uh, a lot to get into. It was a good it was a good episode of NXT. So we talked about it for a while. For all the people that are upset. When uh, you know, Alex and Steph talk about AEW too long and, and yeah. forget about NXT all those weeks that they were on Wednesday. We we did a whole episode talking about NXT for you fine people. Yeah, that's it. And also, you know, uh <laughs> you know, you're talking about stretching things out. I mean, yeah, look, NXT was good. Uh next week we will bring the debates. But I have told SB3 I might just retire because I won the last debate. So I might just, you know, next goal wins. You you Brits know how it works, all right? Winner stays on, all that good stuff. That's it. It doesn't matter that SV3 is winning like 11-2. It doesn't matter. I was the winner. And that means it's over now. I'm only joking. We will I told, do it next I told, week. I told Alex he's the Tommy Dreamer to my Raven in ECW. <laughs> only ECW fans will know the reference of, of Raven beating Dreamer over and over again. And then Dreamer won. And Raven all all, all I remember is Dreamer 1. That's all I remember. Big baby face Tommy Dreamer. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you so much, guys, for joining us tonight. I really do have to go now. So thank you so much. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with Steph Chase. You know, there'll be a bit of a Q&A and all that good stuff. All of you good eggs. I will see you there. Take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.